I don't believe the Colts are going to go gentle into that good night. I just don't. This is Optimism Wednesday, and I'm going to be optimistic about the Indianapolis Colts. Grover Stewart, gone for six games. Unpaid. PED bust. Anthony Richardson, out. He's got a grade three sprain of his AC joint. Things not going well for the Colts. Absolutely beaten over the weekend uh, by the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. You know what? No. This season isn't over. The Browns are going to come into town. The Colts are going to beat their ass, and that's going to be the way it is because DeForest Buckner, Jonathan Taylor, and the rest of the Indianapolis Colts, Ryan Kelly, Quentin Nelson, Braden Smith, Shaq Leonard, Zaire Franklin, they're not going to allow this crap. This season's still in the balance. You're still 3-3. Three and three. You still got hope. This Optimism Wednesday. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no. And it's not over now. Who's with me? Ah! are dead. Niedermeyer dead. Let's go. Let's talk about why the Indianapolis Colts might actually win Sunday and string together some wins. This is not the time to talk about the offseason. This is not the time to lay blame at Chris Ballard's feet or Shane Steichen's feet or Jim Ursay's feet or somebody else's feet, Rex Ryan's feet or his wife's feet. This is a time for hope. This is a time for positivity. This is a time for optimism. Let's go. Kyle Schwarmer, awesome, last night. Did something historic. Indiana University alum Kyle Schwarber, former Chicago Cub, who the Cubs said, no, we can't win with this guy. All Kyle Schwarber does is win. What are you, idiots? This is Breakfast with Kent for Wednesday, October 18th, 2023. Brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Jared John's best plumber in the world. You're not being an optimist expecting great work out of Jared Johnson. You're being a realist because that's what he does. Give him a call, 765-610-8809. Subscribe to this channel and to Two Big Brains, and you have a chance to win this. Now, i got to be honest with you. I had to look up who this was, but I won this on a pristine auction. Uh, uh, auction. It is a Tennessee Titans Rashawn Evans jersey autographed by Rashawn Evans. Now, Rashawn Evans' uh, career hasn't panned out the way he would have liked it to have panned out. He is now on the practice squad with the Dallas Cowboys, but it's a sweet tog. If you're a Tennessee Titans fan or just a, maybe you're a fan of failed first-round draft picks, I don't know. But I'm going to send that to you if we draw your name out of one of these two prize buckets chock full of tickets that have been uh, filled out in the names of those who have entered by subscribing to those two channels and DMing me on Instagram, Facebook, or X. How about that? Make sure to like this video because it's the polite thing to do. It's who's your hospitality. And if you want to make a donation, make a donation. Let's talk about sports. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts and why optimism should fill our hearts. This is not a way a day to wear black in mourning for the future of the Indianapolis Colts. This is a day to wear blue and celebrate the future of the Indianapolis Colts. So let's do just that. All right, we know what happened. We know Stewart's out for six games because of PED use. If I were a prosecutor, 
I would think, okay, I could build a pretty good circumstantial case to the effect that Grover Stewart knew exactly what he was doing. He's in a contract here. He wants to make some money. And at the age of 30-ish, Stewart is in a position maybe for that last big contract. So go out, ball. If you need a little chemical help, okay. You know what? Maybe you don't get caught. And maybe you find your way into that next big contract. He got caught, so he's out $3.28 million. That's a pretty serious rip. So uh, I believe him, though, when he says that he didn't know what he was doing. He takes full responsibility, should have educated himself as to the effects or the potential toxicity uh, of the uh, chemicals that he put in his body. Okay, I take him at his word because I like him. He's a nice guy. Uh, we know that Anthony Richardson's out. Whether he gets surgery or not seems unimportant at this juncture. It is very, very likely he is out for the rest of the season, whether he gets cut on or doesn't. Those are real. You've got uh, Gardner Minshew as your backup quarterback who is being pressed into starting service. Look, and we know the deal. Gardner Stewart has to play clean. He cannot throw any picks. He cannot throw no more picks if the Colts are going to win. In games that he's started and he's thrown a pick, his team won in 10. In games where he's clean, no picks, 8-7. and seven. There you go. That is evidence uh, toward, the, one, that Gardner Winshew, Minshew can win games. Winshew, that's what we call him. Gardner Winshew, my mistake, leads us to a wonderful uh, nickname for this fella who is going to put together wins in the number necessary to send the Colts to the postseason. Off they go. Winshew. I'm sure somebody has said that before. Who else they got? Uh, DeForest Buckner, first rounder. Quiddy Pay, first rounder. Quentin Nelson. Ryan Kelly, right? All first round draft picks. Braden Smith, Michael Pittman Jr., Shaq Leonard, Juju Brents, Alec Pierce, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Dio Odangbo, all second round picks. You got a bunch of third round picks. You got a bunch of talented guys out on that field. Samson Ibicom is playing his ass off this year. This Matt Gay is the best kicker, arguably, in the NFL. And the reason that the Colts are 3-3 three and three instead of 2-4 and four and might wind up be the reason that they are, at the end of the day Sunday, 4-3 and three instead of 3-3. Three and three. Gary Moore says the offensive line needs to provide Gardner with at least six seconds of protection. <laughs> Every pass play. That's, that's truly optimistic. Six seconds. That's a long-ass time. You know, especially with Miles Garrett on the other side of the line with 14 quarterback hits and five and a half sacks. Wow. <laughs> Six seconds. I, Gardner Minshew, better lock in on that first guy and deliver the football in a place where he can get it or muck it. I, I would do that. I, I'm not even going to the second read if I'm Gardner Minshew, and that's not because of the offensive line. It's because... Teams are putting eight in the box, but we're getting out over our skis. We're starting to talk about reasons not to feel good about the Colts, and we're not doing that on Optimism Wednesday. I won't. Can the Colts dig deep enough to find their way through this darkness? Arguably, their most important players on each side of the ball out for at least the next six games. That is not ideal, but 
you dig deep, you find a collective will to go out and knock heads and just beat the hell out of people. And you know what? Good things can happen. Uh, the Browns, the NFL's best defense through five weeks. Do you really think that the Browns are going to finish this season with the NFL's best defense? No. They're going to recede to the mean. We know this. The Browns aren't that great. Yeah, they play fast. They play aggressive. Blah, 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 blah. They're not going to be the, they're not the 85 Bears for God's sake. You know, they're allowing, what, just over 200 yards a game? My ass, they're not that good. So the Colts, they've got the advantage of knowing that the Browns are not as good as their statistics show through five games, and it's on. It's game time. When the game starts, the fur flies, and when the fur flies, the Browns, they cover their uh, nether regions. Uh, this week, Steichen's got to accept points when he can get them you got to take them three at a time. If you're going to win this game, and the Colts are going to win this game, it's going to be a low-scoring game. And in a low-scoring game, three, three's going to get you a W, where zero is going to get your ass beat. So take a three every time you can get it. Fourth and two from the ten, take the three. Let's go. Uh, Watson is day-to-day. And if Watson can't go again, and the Browns are averaging 11 points a game when Watson doesn't play. He's missed two games. The Browns have scored uh, 19 and 3 in the two games he hadn't played. That's a total of 22 divided by 2. That's 11. That's math. 11 points is not going to beat the Indianapolis Colts this weekend. Drum Ford and Kareem Hunt as running backs. Chubb, Nick Chubb's got problems. He's got the knee. He had a surgically repaired MCL. He's going to have to get the ACL looked at. He's coming back sometime in 2024. This 2023, that doesn't do them a damn bit of good this Sunday. And neither will Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt versus at their opposite position, Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss. I take the Colts pair of running backs all day and twice on Sunday to get the win. Uh, and then looking down the schedule, Saints, they're 3-3. Three and three. With wins against the Panthers, the Texans, and the Patriots, they ain't that good. Then you got the Panthers, who can't beat anybody. Frank Reich, gonna, you know, finally, Frank Reich is going to win a game for the Colts by coaching the Panthers against them. Uh, Patriots, they're 1-5. Then you got the Bucks at three and two with Baker Mayfield. What are we worried about, for God's sake? We're we're talking like it's going to wind up three and fourteen. I think that the Colts have a great chance to win each of the next four. And if you only win three of those, you're six and four, and you're sitting pretty in the AFC. I love where the Colts are at. Uh, you know, we can moan about Richardson and Stewart. Why? Why would we do such a thing? This. This is the season. This is the season. Not next year, not 25. This is the season where this team finds its collective will and goes on a march through the uh, kind of decrepit uh, sort of bottom tier teams in the NFL, comes out the other end smelling like a rose with Gardner Winshew, as the quarterback, Jonathan Taylor as your starting running back, an offensive line that if Braden Smith comes back is intact, and a December with that defense, that defense intact also.
Gus Bradley says that Shaq Leonard is making strides, making positive strides. I hope it's Optimism Wednesday. So let's hope these positive strides in a manageable length of time yield outstanding levels of football. I'm ready for that. Uh, T-minus two days for Boogie. Boogie is either going to select Indiana, UK, or Bama. I don't think it's going to be IU. I just don't have that feeling that it's going to be IU. Maybe it winds up being IU. It's Optimism Wednesday. Yes, he's going to IU. And IU alum Kyle Schwarber hit two more bombs last night. Kyle Schwarber's Phillies turned around completely in June when they moved him into the leadoff spot. At the moment, he was hitting 160. He finished the season hitting 197. He led, major, he led the National League, at least, and maybe Major League Baseball in strikeouts. But he also hit, uh, what, 47 home runs. And right now, he is tied with Reggie Jackson for the all-time lead in Major League Baseball, lefties hitting bombs in the postseason. That's Kyle Schwarber. He is a man on a mission. He makes hard contact all the time. IU alum Kyle Schwarber does. It, it's great that the Cubs figured out they could move on from Kyle Schwarber, who wanted to be a Cub for the rest of his life, and, and use Jock Peterson as kind of a stopgap in place of Schwarber. Schwarber was the heart of that team. So you cut out your heart, and you cut out your big bat. And so now he's got 18 postseason home runs. He's tied, like I said, with Reggie Jackson for the all-time lead in Major League history, home runs in the postseason by a lefty. And I know what you're thinking. you got extra series. You have extra games, extra opportunities for a guy like Kyle Schwarber. Nay, nay. Kyle Schwarber has his 18 bombs in 60 postseason games. Reggie Jackson hit his 18 in 77. Kyle Schwarber is fun to watch. A credit to Indiana University. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Anthony Spinks, Greg Parson, Matt Arnold, Rhonda Taylor, or Rhonda Parker Taylor, the great Stevers, Steve Simpson, WIBC alum, a member of the WIBC Hall of Fame, if there ever was one. Uh, Stephen Dom, a Alex Tagliani, happy birthday. Adriana Jadlow, the daughter of the great Todd Jadlow. Uh, Lori Warren Woodard, happy birthday. Jim Murphy and Chris Bradley, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Just be nice, lift each other up, don't pull each other down, and make sure you subscribe so you have a chance to win this sweet jersey, Rashawn Evans, who I got to tell you, yesterday afternoon, I didn't know who he was. Now I do. And it's kind of an old-looking Texas or Tennessee Titans jersey, so I wasn't sure it was a Titans jersey. It had no logo on it. I was really kind of surprised. Got to tell you the truth. But there it is. Some auctions you win. Some auctions you win. We'll talk to you later today. The radio show at 707wgclradio.com. We will hear from Shane Steichen today and players today and... We will also have Inside Indiana Sports Now right here.